Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Word of Reason podcast. Yeah. That's what we like to hear. But uh, welcome. Welcome to the second episode of Word of Reason podcast. Last time we were getting into just explaining uh, how did we even get here in the first place? Um, To be honest, I'm still figuring out what's going on. So in case you don't know, um, I have no idea when this podcast is going to be up. Right now it's Sunday, March the 26th, and we have a GoFundMe up. Uh, I'm going to upgrade a whole lot of equipment. I already did buy some equipments with the... I thank you all so much for those who are donating to this podcast. Like, I'm going to be very honest... I did not expect because it's been what I think two days and I've already gotten around $160 worth of donations and even more it's spreading out there and the word about this podcast is going to go far and I believe that what God uses this podcast for is going to be beyond what I can even perceive right now and is beyond what I think it could even go to. So I just want to really give out my gratitude to those who are giving money out of their hard earned pockets and not that the hard-earned pockets, but uh, I'm talking about their hard-earned cash from the work that they do. And I really, really want to demonstrate my appreciation by just uh, give, giving up some claps and eagles, bro. But next, I want to talk about how there is now I want to publicize the fact that there's an email. That's the wrong one. There's an email. Now there's an Instagram. And I made a YouTube channel. And we're going to have all that, all that. I'm talking about all that is going to be dedicated to just getting out more different forms and ways of Word of Reason podcast. So I kind of want to hop straight up into it now that all the announcements are out the way. So I want to say what's really gone on just today, just today, because I want to be very transparent. And then I got a lot of stuff I want to go over. So um, the main topic for this one is really having faith and trusting God, because I'm not the spitting image of faith right now like some of y'all might have heard the last episode and be like man i could have never ever quit my job bro. ain't no way i'm quitting my job bro. but to be honest i'm still fluctuating not fluctuating on whether i think it's right or not i believe that what i'm doing right now is definitely within the call that i have for god i mean from god but um Today I went to church, but before that I woke up this morning stressed because like I said, I I started to GoFundMe and I have my cash app out there for those who want to give. Um, and I, I, I never asked for money. I even told my parents about this, but I'm going to go in chronological order and be better at telling my story so that way I'm not taking forever. But I don't ask for money. I, I even told my mom, like I, I started to GoFundMe and I you know I don't ask for money. I don't even like to ask my parents for $20, bro, let alone for gas money or nothing. Now I'm asking for what apparently was 600 that now apparently the Lord said you might want to raise that to 1600 for just equipment and stuff to better and make this podcast more quality and have more quality in it. So first I want to say that uh, this morning... Hopefully you can't hear that in the background, no, bro. All right. Sorry if you can hear stuff in the background. I'm right directly above my parents' room. And I'm not going to be like, everybody shut up. I'm recording a podcast, bro. But uh, I just want to say this morning I woke up and I was very flippant about that, that GoFundMe. And I was like, God, I'm asking people for money. God, I'm really asking people for money right now. And that's crazy. It's like I should be fully relying on you. But then I knew that I heard like start a GoFundMe. 
and watch my people work. And I'm just kind of like, okay, okay. So I've been going back and forth in my head whether or not uh, setting up a GoFundMe was even... Like, is that really what God wanted me to do? Or did he just want me to sit back and wait and have full faith in him? So this morning I'm talking to God. I'm just like, God, I don't do I need to do this podcast or not? Do I need to make this podcast or not? And I'm saying this to y'all because I really want you to understand that even though I did take the first faith step, it's very important that I continue to keep on making those faith steps because I'm going to be honest. I thought it was going to be all peaches and king because, dude, I'm only on like the first. I'm not even a week into quitting my job and I'm already going crazy inside of my own head due to a lack of faith. I'll be honest. It's it's just like, dude, I have been going crazy inside of my own head talking about this. What could it be that? And da da da. Am I hearing your voice? Like, I want you guys to understand like the reason I'm doing this podcast is for relatability and no matter what God does for me and where he brings me to with this podcast and other things that I do, it's in his will and he's going to take care of me. Yes, I know. But I want y'all to understand just because I say I'm a Christian does not mean my life is perfect that I have it all together. I still ask the same questions that people who are starting their relationship with God ask me. How do I hear God? Am I sure I hear God? I'm going to be honest. Not all the time. I even know. I don't know all the time. I really don't. And I still be trying to figure that out to this day. And then I know God's voice is clear. It will be clear. But the enemy knows that God is speaking to you sometimes and will try to intercept that with things that either sound like God but aren't him to distract you or sound exactly the opposite of what God's telling you to do but puts a spin on it to make it sound nice. But anyways, so I was talking to God. I was like, God, I don't know if I'm even hearing your voice. I'm going completely insane by my own thought process and by the enemy obviously uh, jumping in. And uh, I was like, do you, just tell me, do you want me to do this podcast? Dead silent. Nothing. Dead silent. And I was like, okay, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll be patient. So flash forward, we go to the church. Um, we go through the whole church sermon today. And it's we're really emphasizing in church the importance of the fact that everybody can prophesy. And I really want to understand. I want you guys to understand and hear me out. It is written in the Bible that we are all to be prophesying. Yes, while certain others have a more more obvious gift and knack of doing that, we are to all prophesy. That is in the Bible. I want to see if I can find it in my Bible somewhere. Oh my gosh. But if you let me see if I can find it. But we are all supposed to be prophesying up in the church. Every last one of them. And uh, the one that I can give you is where... Um, I believe it was Paul. It, it was prop. It was most likely Paul, and he was talking to these two men that had given their life to Christ, but they were Gentiles, and they had been saved or they had received salvation, but they hadn't been filled with the Holy Spirit. And so Paul had asked them, "When you when you got saved, did you believe that you were that you had the Holy Spirit?" And they were like, "We didn't even know nothing about the Holy Spirit." So. He laid hands on them and they began to be filled with the Holy Spirit and then they prophesied. And then both of them prophesied. They're just normal two people. Now I'm I'm finna see if I can find that. I'm finna look it up in app. Um please ignore that in the background. Okay. Um let me let me see. Let me see. Let me see. 
Well, I know you hear that now. Dang, bro. It's not that deep. Ah, okay. I found it. Okay. Ooh, y'all finna get this word, bro. Oh, yeah. You finna get this word. So, when Apollos was in Corinth, Paul traveled through the interior regions until he reached Euphasis. I'm probably gonna butcher these names, bro. Leave me alone. On the coast where he found several believers. Paul says, did you believe you received the, or did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believe? He asked him, said, no, they replied. We haven't even heard that there was a Holy Spirit. Then what baptism did you experience? He asked, and they replied, the baptism of John. And what they mean by that is just water baptism because John baptized in water, but the Holy Spirit baptizes you in spirit. And that's what is required to be a Christian. And so Paul said, John's baptism called for repentance from sin, but John himself told the people to believe in the one who would come later, meaning Jesus. As soon as they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus or baptized in the spirit, really. Then when Paul laid his hands on them, the, the Holy Spirit came on them and they spoke in other tongues and prophesied. There were about 12 men in all. Never mind. I was wrong. It was 12 men. And so it was just like, dog, we're all the prophets. I'm I'm going to go off on a whole different direction. But anyways, the whole sermon, the whole sermon ends. <laughs> the whole sermon ends. And so now we're having these breakout groups to prophesy so we can put it into activation. So where I sit at, I sit in the front. I go to World Overcomers Outreaches, Outreach Ministries Church. And, um, ah, man, I love it. They do online uh, videos there for those who do not have a church home or do not know where to start going to church. I am in Memphis, Tennessee. I am not going to be alerted to say that. But I'm going to tell y'all, bro, if you need a church home or some good word to hear, tune into Womb C, please. Please tune in to Womb C because I guarantee you they're going to change their life over here. So, I'm, I'm, I'm in my pew. There's two people that sit in the pew with me usually. Maybe like three, depending on how good they feel in the sit in the front. There's an older man to the left of me named Jared. And there's a younger lady named Shauna sitting to the right. And Jared and Shauna, if you are listening to this podcast, I thank you so much for today. You have no idea how amazing it was to be prophesied and to be sitting next to y'all too it's just amazing oh and uh brad brad if you're listening to as well oh my gosh i was not expecting you to come up from behind to me and start speaking thank you so very much but um so we broke out into groups into uh activation to start prophesying and so we both move in now it's the three of us and so we start praying in, in tongues praying in the holy spirit and so Jared looks over at me and was like, I got a word for both of y'all, but for you first, I've been hearing game changer. You're going to be a big game changer. And at that point, I already connected the dots because it doesn't take much that the Lord can tell you through somebody else. That means so much to you. But he was like, you're a game changer. I just see it. I just see it's been on you since I or since I started 
continue. And I was like, bruh, ain't no way. <laughs> and so next thing you know, I'm I'm sitting over here like, yeah, yeah, he prophesying right now. And so he speaks to Shauna as well about, I believe, deliverance. I might be wrong. And so I believe I go next and I start prophesying for them. And then Shauna goes next and then tells me that the door that I've been hesitant on walking through, just walk through it. Go through that door already. Stop waiting on it. Go through that door. And that door that I was hesitant on is starting this podcast. And not only that, but just having a GoFundMe and just being obedient to the word of God. And that was a very, very short summarization of what was both said. But just in case you forgot the context, because I tend to ramble a lot. I'm talking about the fact that this morning I woke up and asked God for confirmation on if I'm even supposed to be doing this podcast. And yet here's this confirmation coming in from these people that I've never really like actually spoke to and have a conversation with. This just goes to show y'all the spirit of God moves and God moves in so many different ways to speak to you that you can't ever count him out before it's ever been done. Like you can't just cancel God out because, oh, he's not working on my time. Oh, he's not he's not speaking to me the, the way that I expected him to speak. Bro, God has so much. He has a perfect way to get to you. You just got to be wait. You, you, you got to be patient and obedient and wait for him to move. Wait. And that is my genuine advice to those who want to know God, but don't know if they can hear him. Wait, wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. I guarantee you he'll show up. And so. Next thing you know, I'm still in shock. So we're, we're all having our conversations and, and talking it up because it's the first time we really spoke to each other, but we all sat on the same pews, but it's like we feel a connection anyways. So now, uh, a watchman, the people who, who pretty much keep the church organized, the men in suits, <laughs> the men in suits who practically just watch over and make sure everything's good, pick up the tithe, the tithe canisters and whatnot. And so, guy named Brad walks up. I don't know if I'm I'm saying the wrong name or not. It's I feel like it's Brad, but I'm also hearing Greg. I might be blowing it up. I'm I'm so sorry if you listen to this. I'm so sorry. I'm blowing it. My fault. I I believe it's Brad, but he comes up to me and he's like, "Oh, did you cut your hair?" And those who didn't listen to the last podcast, I cut my hair, but I'll re I'll re go over that because I explained it to him. Oh, yeah. And before I move on, I explained to both of them that I had quit my job and that I feel like now I'm supposed to be moving on to this podcast to talk to the youth, uh, my peers about just having a relationship with Jesus and being so straightforward about what it's like, because it's not peaches and king, bro, that not everybody going to tell you about your uh, not everybody going to talk, uh, talk about they walk with God like this um, because they don't want to be too vulnerable or misleading i'm gonna be honest bro i'm not even trying to be misleading i'm just trying to tell y'all the truth but i'm gonna tell y'all the ins and outs the the w's and l's the 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 beauty in it and the ugly like i'm gonna be so dead straightforward with y'all and i'm gonna tell y'all something else that happened late last night early last or, or technically early this morning too in which i almost fell back into sexual sin nope that's the wrong one no <laughs> wait a minute nope that's the wrong one but that's a great story to tell. It's a testimony, though. But Brad comes up and says, hey, did you cut your hair? I'm like, yo, yeah, yeah, 
back of my hair because he he walked up he dabbed me up he's like what's up brother and then, and so he's like so I, I see you cut your hair i'm like yes sir so i told him the reason i had to cut my hair was because i you know in the last podcast i explained that since my hair was dyed blonde and whatnot and the reason why i dyed it blonde was practically so i could come off more attractive to women and i wanted locks long hair i wanted to practically look sexy i want to be that fine guy with dreads bro like i post something on tiktok with a little and it could be us or it could be that because i'm not around this year like bro if i posted one of those bro my comments would have been flooded bro i'm talking about flooded i'm gonna be honest with you that's why i really had it but my attention definitely changed after I had gotten rededicated. So my hair was blonde before I rededicated. I had a whole bunch of lust and sexual immorality and sexual impurity and a whole lot of negative connotations to that hair. And um, that's really what I wanted the hair for anyways. It had no other reason but that. I just wanted to be more attractive so that I could commit more sexual sin. Um, so I tell them that. And so I was like, the reason God told me to cut my hair was to get that up off my head. And he was like... Cause you got a soul tie to it your soul tie is tied in with that hair and i was like exactly and so i brought up like the same way you can wear the clothes of your dead relative who was practicing in witchcraft now you got depression and all these spirits hovering over your life bet some of y'all didn't know that but that's a revelation for some of y'all you need to cleanse the things that the people that's why generational curses are so prevalent to today and people still don't know why hell is breaking loose up in your home and in your life because you still got spirits that you keep around attached to you. The spirit world is very, very real. But I'm finna go in on that later. But some actually not. Nah, I'm finna I'm finna go into that because some of y'all don't actually know. Some of y'all really aren't keen to put on game with that. Let me explain. Because I'm gonna elaborate with the same thing I was just talking about. So the same way you can wear your great great auntie clothes, but she was up there praising the ancestors so much as my black people do like why do y'all like i'm so so annoyed with the praise the ancestors thing because they're dead they're dead they're gone they're not here anymore they're dead they've been gone they're not speaking to you that's what the bible says familiar spirits are there let me pull up some scripture since i'm, I'm gonna put some scripture on your neck bone because y'all not hearing me right Let me go ahead and pull up some word, bro. Actually, let, let me let me let me pull it up. Let me put it up in my Bible because there was a scripture that I was reading, I think, some time ago. Was it Isaiah? It might have been Jeremiah, but it's probably Isaiah. Let me give me some time. I gotta find it. I'm not so perfect at remembering the names and numbers of uh, scripture like that. I gotta look it up on the Bible app anyways, hold on.
I'm gonna be honest. Psalm chapter six verse five just pulled up, and that's good. For the dead do not remember you. Who can you praise from the grave? Tell me who. Tell me one person you can praise is dead. They are gone. They're not here anymore. I'm trying to find that verse. I'm trying to find the verse. Hmm. This eating me up right now, bruh. Oh my gosh, bruh. I need this verse. Oh my gosh, bruh. This is so irritating because I'm trying to find this verse. <sighs> this is what I be doing when I make these little TikToks too, bruh. I be stressing trying to find a doggone verse in between the cut. I'm just like, doggone, please, please, bro. Wait a minute. I might have found it. Might have found it. Might have found it. Might have been in Jeremiah instead of Isaiah. No. That's not. Anyways, it was talking about some. um. Just to paraphrase, it was saying, oh, why not go and ask the, uh, the, the, oh my gosh, Holy Spirit, bring it back. Because now I'm pissed off because I can't think of it. But it's talking about, go ask the witches and the wizards and, and let's go talk to them and seek counsel from them. And it's like, why go and seek the dead? Should a people not seek their God instead? Oh, let me see. Because that's the word. Should a people. Seek the dead. Let me. Oh, my gosh. I found it. It wasn't Isaiah. All right. Yeah. Some of y'all finna get blessed. I'm so sorry that took so long. Someone may say to you. Let's ask the mediums and those who consult the spirits of the dead with their whisperings and mutterings. They will tell us what to do. But shouldn't people ask God for guidance? Should the living seek guidance from the dead? Like, bruh, what? Come on now, dog. Should the living seek guidance from the dead? And every time you calling them back, you talking to familiar spirits. You ain't talking to nobody you know. Like, you really not talking to Great Aunt Janice, bro. Great Aunt Janice is back in the dirt from where she came from in the first place. I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings. I'm really not. But that's just what the Word of God says. You cannot consult with the dead. They're gone. Let me talk about familiar spirits a little bit more. Some of y'all still ain't getting it. Some of y'all still ain't getting it. Let me go to. Let me actually look this up. Familiar spirit. Let me Bible. On Bible on the familiar spirit, bro. What does the Bible say about familiar spirits? Again, we can talk about it. Uh, going to mediums to speak to the dead. 
Leviticus 19 verse 31 says, do not turn to me mediums or necromancers. Do not seek them out. And so make yourselves unclean by them. I am the Lord your God. This was after. No, no I'm not going to say that though. But I was almost finna blow it. Talk about some. It was after he uh, was talking about the, the Ten Commandments. My fault, bro. My fault, bro. That's a whole different. That's a whole different book. But for real, though, we should not be going to people to speak to the dead but uh where did i even get to this oh yeah but really y'all should y'all 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 got questions about that ask me the gmail is word of reason podcast at gmail.com again it is world word of reason at gmail.com yeah we got it official up in here yeah we got it official up in here bro i done made a whole youtube channel and an email bro yeah you know, we, we doing it and so he mentioned that to me about cutting my hair off and this, that, and the other. And I was like, yeah. And so I told <laughs> I was not like, yeah, bro. I'm trying to remember the story. But uh, I was like, that's the reason why I got my hair cut. And so also, when I was getting my hair cut, God told me that the reason I'm doing all this is to prepare you for your new life. And they, they all did the... Like, people who go to church, you know, whenever they hear something good, they like throw their head back and then kind of like walk around in a circle talk about something we all finna run i was like oh god bro y'all really heard that one huh and so he brad came back and was like there's just like after you cut your hair there's just a sense of holiness that's on you like a like a glow like glory that is on you and at that point i was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa now <laughs> wait a minute and then that's when Shauna chimed in too. And Jared chimed in. And they were Shauna was like, it's just like there's this glow to you. There's just like it's like a light off of you. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Please, wait a minute. And Jared was like, I've been telling you, game changer. He was a game changer. You gonna change people. You got it. And then Brad was like, they was all chiming in, just talking about like how I had like a sense of glory and like a different presence on me. And that ain't nothing but the great, that's the greatness and the goodness of God. And after that, just to round that up, even though it took me 26 minutes to get through one doggone story because I felt the need to find a verse because it was definitely pestering me in my spirits. Uh, in my spirits, pause, double. I meant, well, I got the spirit of God in me. Never mind. So, uh, spirit of God in me. Got the crown of uh, inheritance of the kingdom of God on my head, for I'm the son of God. Oh, I, I see, I said that. Now I'm finna talk about this, too. Because y'all can't just be dubbing yourselves sons and daughters of God, but y'all out here twerking on Saturday night and getting drunk. Please don't be doing that. And then, like, you get a message the next day, and then you proceed to be like, oh, yes, praise the Lord. Y'all act like Medea. Like you be all praise the Lord up until somebody tick you off and now you ready to confess how you're going to kill somebody. Like why why do we jump to the murder part so quick? Like I understand. I used to want I'm I'm gonna be honest, I used to want to get my get backs, bro. I used to want to push people's head into the pavement. I'm gonna be honest. 
I was a violent young man before. And Terrence, if you're listening to this, my boy from high school, my boy right now, Terrence, if you're listening to this, bro, I was a menace. I would run somebody over with my car, but all glory be to God because I am not anywhere near that anymore. I'd be hearing people talk about like, oh yeah, if somebody did that, I swear they wouldn't see the next day. I'm sitting over there like, you need the grace of God, bro. Because <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, you you need to experience the love of the Lord, and you, because it's like I know exactly how you feel. But uh, <laughs> so that that's really something that happened today. So to recap, I was talking to God, and I was like, God, show me that I need to do this podcast. And then we have our sermon at church, and then we break out into prophetic groups so that we can prophesy for one another. So we activate by praying in the tongues. And next thing you know, Holy Spirit gets moving. And so with that, now Jared's talking to me, telling me I'm going to be a game changer. And Shauna's telling me that the door that you've been hesitant on, just walk through that door already. That door is open. Just walk through it. And God's there with me. Just go through that door. And so I explain it to them. And they're like, wow. 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 And I'll and then next thing you know, a watchman who I'm pretty sure me, Brad, if you listen to this, I'm pretty sure we talk like one time beforehand. One time beforehand. And uh it was just very, very brief. But for him to come up then at that point in time to tell me that there's a sense of holiness upon me, there's a sense of glow upon me, there's just God visible on me it was just like dog that's crazy like you gave me the confirmation lord and then you're telling me that i'm i'm blessed like i'm glad <laughs> like bro come on what's going on bro like, oh my goodness and so yeah that, that's pretty much the recap i could have said it like that but this is my podcast i'm finna ramble <laughs> so that's pretty much what's been going on with that dang that's been 30 minutes right there so I also want to talk about last night. So this is for my men and women who struggle with pornography. This is for my my peers who be tickling the pickle and my women who be flicking the bean. There is deliverance. There is freedom. There is true release from that bondage. The fact that you never feel satisfied after you keep going back and back and back to it, you know it's not good enough. Because it's forfeit, it's counterfeit for what God intended for sexual pleasure to be. And I don't want to hear no if, ands, or buts because you know it's true. Why you got to do it three times a day and then you feel like you still get to say, oh, but it's good for you. If it was good for you, it would have satisfied you, but you're not satisfied. That's why you keep doing it and watching prawn. So, for those who needed that, there is freedom, and it's through Jesus Christ. And it on it, I mean that because I was still a Christian dealing with pornography. I'm gonna be honest, pornography just about I feel like got deliverance from that. Like like not even deliverance, but I feel like I let my I let that go off of my life literally two weeks ago. Literally two weeks ago. I don't want to sit up here and act like I was holy because I'm not gonna lie. I would post a TikTok 
and then go and watch porn. Or I'd watch porn and then be emboldened to speak on a TikTok. And there was something that I heard in church, right? Is that there will be a pastor who will fall away and fall into sin. But God's word is a thing that God will promise will come to pass, not the people. God's word is his promises, but the people aren't promised to be perfect like his word is. So God will still use those people who are falling into sin. No, they're not going to go unpunished just because they're a Christian. If anything, they know the punishment. And it says in the word of God, now if I can find it, that would be amazing, that those who know the truth yet still turn away from it, we're better off to never even know the truth at all. It was better to never know God than to know God yet turn away from him and the lifestyle that he called us to live. Because I'll say this very quick, believing in Jesus is not just enough because with believing in Jesus means that how Jesus preached and how Jesus told us we should live is the way that we need to, to live. And that's the way that we need to live our lives going forward. You cannot just say, I believe that Jesus existed and keep on living your life and expect to get to the pearly gates and be like, hello, when you disobeyed every other piece of information past John 3.16. And before that, in anywhere from Mark or Matthew to Luke. You ain't even read it. And so... I'm just like, dog, yes, you can believe in Jesus, but it's like, you don't repent with the true repentant heart. Uh-oh, somebody's texting me about God giving him a revelation. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I see part of me when I answer this phone right now, but I might have to get back to them because I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, take another moment of silence like I was looking for that verse earlier. Let me get on my own head. <laughs> I should have remembered Isaiah 8, chapter chapter 8. Whoops, sorry, I blew it. But it's just like, it is very important that we, that we, that we believe. And what, ooh, 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 that brings it up. I, I'm going to go back to those people who needed to hear something about the pornography and the deliverance and the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And I will, will, will get back to that because that was the second topic that I was talking about earlier. But with belief in Jesus comes many different things. So let me elaborate. So with believing in Jesus obviously means believing that he existed. But then there comes believing in his word. Then comes belief that his word is truth. And belief that the words that he said and the actions that he told us to act are beneficial in the way that he said. So it's like you believe you stop at the first belief part. You believe he exists and don't believe in him. And with him comes God's word because Jesus is God. And what he says go because he is God. And if you need Bible. I and the father are same. I and the I and the Father are one. And in John chapter 1, verse 1 through 6, it talks about in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Simple as that. If you need more Bible, Jesus said that I think it was either before Abraham, I am. And in the Old Testament, it is repeated when God speaks, I am. I am. Do you need more proof? At that point, are you in denial? Do you need more proof that Jesus is the son of God and God? Jesus was both man and God. 100% both. 
And if you can't understand it, that's fine because we're not supposed to fully comprehend it. What good is a God that you can fully comprehend with your basic human mind? Tell me, tell me where, tell me where the omnipotency in that is. We don't even understand God's ways. We don't, even as Christians who serve that God. Now, I don't even want to understand the fullness of God because that leaves so much to be desired from him. I'm talking about after this earth. Tell me why I would want to know the fullness of a God on this earth with my brain. What's left to be expected in that eternal rest that he promises us? Tell me. Tell me what. If I knew how God did everything... It's just like, bro, and even when God showed Job some of the things that he had done, did it not blow his mind, bro? Let me give you Bible. Let me go to Job. Let me see if I can find it within the, the time frame that I need to because I'm not trying to take forever. I done went past Job like six times already. I don't even think I went far enough back. I need to read the Old Testament. I never finished the Old Testament. I know. Stone me. Let's find it. Let's find it. There we go. Job. So I want to go over the omnipotency of God. So I just want to give you the chapter. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But I'm pretty sure it's in hmm. the the Lord reveals his omnipotence to Jacob in Job chapter 38. But to be honest, start with 37. Start with 37. Those who are interested in that story, you can pause this. I can't pause this right now. I mean, I could, but it's, it's less authentic if I take the time to do all that so I can start a topic. Because I'm be honest, I haven't read Job in a while, bro. I'm going to be honest, bro. But I do remember this part. Because it confused me. Job had everything taken. And then people were telling him, well, it must have practically been your fault. Because God, perfect, right? He was... But the next thing you know, God comes down and doesn't tell him why, but just rather reveals his omnipotence. And that settled it for Job. 37 and 38 to the end. But I just went off on a rant there for those who, uh, like, I'm going to be honest, bro. Like, I could really go on and on. Like, some people really don't believe that Jesus is God. Dog, let me, let me, let me. I was just reading this in Hebrews. Thank you, Jesus. That idea, that, that thought didn't come up for nothing because somebody still don't believe, huh? So in the first chapter of Hebrew, the first few chapters of Hebrew, it's talking about the fact that Jesus is, I'm going to be honest. I think up until like the sixth or eighth chapter, it's still talking about Jesus being a high priest beyond the, the, the heavens. So. I want to talk about the sun exalted above angels. This is Hebrews chapter one, verse five. For to which of the angels did he ever say, you are my son today? I have begotten you. And again, I will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son. But when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let all angels of God worship him. 
tell me, tell me if he's a man, why the angels worship him? And don't you say just because he's a messenger, because plenty of the messengers before Jesus were not treated in such a way. So, no. No. But to the son, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is a scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. And then again, skip down to 13. But to which of the angels has he ever said, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool? Tell me who. Tell me who in the Bible. Tell me who. Who? Shoot, we can skip forward again. Go to uh, Hebrews chapter 2, verse, what's this? 9. For in that, he put all in subjection under him. He left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not yet see all things put under him. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death, death for everyone. So he was made lower to be able to be that sacrifice for our sanctification and our righteousness only through him. And for those who need it simplified, he had to be God and then be made lower than the angels, be, me, being made human so that he could die for our sins. He had to be God before or was God before. And then he was made fleshly just like us so that he could fulfill the law. And the law you question is the Ten Commandments. So that he may taste death for everyone. And for those who need more, there, there was a, uh, there, yep, yep, yep. Hebrews chapter two, verse 17. Therefore, in all things, he had to be made like his brethren. And for those who don't know, look at the, uh, Hebrews chapter two, verse 17 and NLT. I mean, not NLT. You can look at whatever version. It doesn't matter anyways. The meaning is still the same. It's just different understanding for different levels. So I'm looking at New King James Version. It says, therefore, in all things, he had to be made like his brethren, that he might be merciful, be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make propitiation, propitiation for the sins of the people or sacrifice. Let's just say to be made the sacrifice for our sins. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. Now, now, I don't want to hear nothing else about the about Jesus being less than God. If you have questions about Jesus being less than God and not the son of God, read Hebrews, read Hebrews, because I could go on and on and on. But I really want to get to those people who are struggling with pornography. Uh, I'm sorry that I took so long to get that. So I believe this is like one of the last things I want to talk about. Uh, yeah, this is like one of the last things I want to talk about. Because this is getting per this is going to get personal, y'all. This is going to get real personal. I'm finna get real deep down and dirty. Pause. Wait a minute. Hey, yo, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I ain't mean that. I ain't mean that. But so rewind to last night. I'm gonna be honest. Yesterday I was going through it. Dare I say hell in my own head. I was going back and forth, still looking for confirmation because I still have this is I'm gonna be honest. It's been days since I recorded the first one and I was supposed to record the second episode yesterday. 
but I was so in my head that I couldn't even focus. So that whole day I was stressed out, took a nap, woke up and been on my phone ever since. It's about late night. I'm talking about late night. And all my people who watch pornography, I, I, y'all know what time it is, bro. It's, I'm, I'm going to say the faded time for some of y'all. It's 11.49 p.m. I know that here for some of y'all, bro. It's 11.49 p.m. I see this video of Drewski twisting his ankle looking at this white girl with the butt cheeks out of her pants. And then he fell down the stairs looking at the butt cheeks. Talking about some, look what I done did looking at the booty cheeks. And me being mesmerized as well, I'm gonna be honest, I was looking too. I was like, my goodness. So I start deep delving and looking. But keep in mind, for two weeks, I ain't been, because people who watch prawn, hear me, like I know, I know y'all know what that means. Like when you start searching for the people you see on social media, you, you, you done start, you, you started walking in the enemy territory already. For those who don't know, you started walking in the camp of the enemy. You started walking in the kingdom of darkness and you turn away from the light pretty much <laughs> to, to put it in short. So you, you, you start turning around, like, keep in mind. So I'm walking on this path with God to figure out what my calling is. And the devil tapped me on my shoulder with a, with a big booty woman at 1149 PM. And I already been struggling with lust in the past for my whole life, really. And so I'm sitting over here, like I should turn off my phone, but the video keep replaying. And I don't know why there's twerking going on. And it's just like captivating my eyes. And I start trying to find out. And then next thing you know, the faded comment, what's the at in the TikTok comments? For those who may be older and don't know, that little uh, A in the swirly circle, that just means what, what, where, where can you find them? Like at gmail.com, like they, they, they have that same symbol in front of their Instagram handle. Somebody done posted it. So I find it. And here's, here's where it really gets different is that there was no link tree or there was no link tree to, to Twitter or nothing. But in my mind, I was like, I came here looking for something and I ain't leaving with nothing. And so I go and I'm fine. I go back and log into Twitter. I go back in and I log into Twitter. I log into Reddit, Twitter. I find everything I wanted. And those who are in this generation know that I found everything that I wanted on both of those platforms, bro. So I start looking for about, I say, 15, 20 minutes. Just locked in. Like, you know, sometimes you be so locked in after a while that your phone is literally like five inches away from your face. That's how I was looking at it. And so. Oh, thank God. I said thank God because I saw some something else, someone else like about my, my video on me asking for donations for better equipment for this podcast. But I'm 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 just sitting here like I'm 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 really doing this right now. So that's when the Holy Spirit start cooking. Cause me, I, I went from Reddit and then I hopped over to Twitter. And at that point, when I'm on Twitter, I usually know it's up, bro. I, I usually know it's up. I'm not reminiscing on this when I say this. 
like i miss it because i don't there's such a freedom you have when you just don't and you find your freedom rather in the lord your god who is with you who is always with you and so i say this to say like dog i got on twitter it had the best of the best that it could offer visually like I mean, not to Reddit, Twitter. I hop. Over, I don't know if I said Reddit or Twitter. Honestly, doesn't matter. Anyways, those who watch Twitter, you know, you find whatever you want on Twitter in whatever quality you want it, in whatever picture and motion you want it. Right? Like to be honest, Twitter has everything, everything, and it's out there, easy. So I'm I'm sitting over here on Twitter, looking at my collection of bookmarks. I'll be vague. I'll be very, very, um, I'll be very, very oh, opaque. I mean, uh, very, very transparent. Sorry. I done went from completely shut off to transparent. But, dog, I'm sitting over here going through my bookmarks and the Holy Spirit starts bringing up because earlier that day I had seen two videos that I had watched cling to, like they cling to me. And it was about not failing today in lust. Not me being prideful, but me knowing like, dog, I've been fighting off lust for two weeks, but only through the power of God. And that's what I had to start saying is that people will start asking me like, oh, you're a Christian. You stop watching porn. And I would say yes, but I never give my glory to God. That's what I'm going to start doing every single time. Anybody ask me if I if I watch porn, I say no, not anymore. But it's not from my own strength, but from the strength given to me by my God, by the Holy Spirit, by my Lord. That's how I stop watching porn. That's how I stopped watching it. And so I'm I'm hearing the Holy Spirit bring these videos back up. And I'm like, dog on it. Like he's reminding me, like, I have you in the purpose and you're walking alongside of me. And you're about to take this step out. And when you take the step out, you know it's going to tumble down. Because you know once you watch it once and you do the do and you finish, you keep going back. It's like you crave it harder than you craved it before. And you keep desiring that and you keep wanting it and you keep going back to it. And it stays in your mind because you just you just fornicated with that. You looked at that with a you just you committed lust and, and with lust is adultery. So you technically just, you're fornicating. You're not technically, you are fornicating. Jesus says, but I say, if you look at a woman with lust, you've committed adultery in your heart. Not you technically. You did. You did. You did. There's no middle ground. Jesus says so, it goes. That's going to be a shirt I'm going to make. Jesus says so, it goes. And so, I'm like, bruh. Bro, I'm not going to walk out my calling just so I can get a quick, like, blast, bro. <laughs> like, I'm not going to do this. But my eyes are still glued, and lust is screaming hard right now. Like, I'm I'm gripped to the screen, bro, looking at everything visually appeasing. I'm uh, visually, visually appeasing. Dang, can't even get it out of my mouth, bro. But, like, I'm, dude, I'm just like, dude, I'm locked in right now. There's no turning back. Holy Spirit says you're turning back, and you're facing my direction. You're coming back with me. I've shown you these videos not so that I could just have them be brushed off, but to warn you that this was going to happen, and you are not going to fall today you're gonna be with me you're not gonna fall today and so he reminds me about like how i i, I told my pastor and if you eat, I'm, I'm not even saying this to flex 
but genuinely out of appreciation. If you look up, no, I'm not even gonna say that. I, no, but my pastor is discipling me one on one because he sees something in me and he wants me to learn from him. And I am so thankful that God has blessed me to be able to learn under him. Such a great man of God. And I'm not saying this to base it like it means something, but if you Google womb see and see the blessings that he's received from God and the teachings that he teaches and to have that being taught down to me is a blessing. And I don't mean to be like, oh yeah, look, he's got a fat big church. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm, I'm in there. Look at this church, that represents success. But no, it's the obedience that he has to listen to God that is the real success. But anyways, so he's discipling me one-on-one. -on -one. And I had watched pornography that for, for reference. This is two weeks ago. And so I was like, I'm, I'm legitimately physically sick and tired of dealing with this. I'm going to tell my pastor because in James chapter 5 verse, I forgot. Uh, but in James chapter 5, it'll say, confess your sins to one another that you might be healed. And let me tell you that verse is not a joke. For those struggling, that verse is not a joke. You need to confess to one another so that they pray for you and that you might be healed. That verse is not a joke. It is true. It is so true. Because when I told him and he took me seriously, he started emailing me like three days in a row, just giving me tips and scriptures and and, and ways that I can stay out of this. And then the last message that he sent me was, David, don't give the enemy no foothold in your life. No foothold. And to think that I'd have to call back with him and tell him after he asked me, so how are you doing against pornography? And I said, I fell, I fell one time this week, but we straight on track after two weeks. I wouldn't even be able to feel proud of myself for settling. And that's another thing that the Lord reminded me is that we need to not settle in all degrees of our life. Look at our father and tell us uh, who is our father? Who is our God that we need to settle for less? Now, I'm not saying you go out here and buy stuff that you can't afford. But if you're looking at a five dollar plate, not even a five dollar plate, if you're looking like at, at a twelve dollar microphone and there's a there's a better microphone that's for sixty dollars and you got a hundred dollars and you say, I want to buy the twelve one just so I can make affordability. No, no. Why would you buy that twelve dollar uh, that dollar menu microphone for what? And as one of my, I'm going to say my friends, one of my friends, Tyree, known as Cohera of Christ on TikTok and YouTube. Big shout out to him, bro. I consider him like a friend to me. He's done so much for me spiritually because of his obedience unto God. And I, I thank him so much. And so. As he would say, he would say he had a very I'm not going to say an arc necessarily, but he had a period where he was expressing the fact that we need to have an abundance mindset because look at our God and look at who our God tells us we are and look at how our God sees us. Yeah, we feel like. Okay, I got $10. We eating two things off the dollar menu today. I mean, there ain't nothing wrong with the dollar menu. Trust and believe. I'm finna give me some of that dollar menu, bro. I'm finna give me some of that dollar menu, bro. Give me some breakfast burritos. But like, for real. 
you got that $12 mic and a, let's say, $55 mic, and you got $100, you better buy that $55 for that quality and watch God bless you. Like, we need to have an abundance mindset. Not no dollar menu mindset, as you would say. And so, uh, in, in all ways, we should not settle. And I was not settling to tell my pastor, I folded. I folded today. I, I folded because I was just like, I was in too deep and I da 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 da. It's like, bruh. Did you call on the name of the Lord? Did you listen to the Holy Spirit? Because there's always a way out. That's something that people who watch pornography always know is that there is a way out every single time. If you have the Holy Spirit in you, there is a way out every single time. And you hear him talking. Don't act like you don't because you do. That's something I have to acknowledge is that don't act like you don't because you do. You hear the Holy Spirit talking every single time. It's just whether or not you want to listen. And to believe that you aren't set free and delivered means that you don't believe in the power that Jesus said that he has to set you free. I'm going to be honest. You don't believe. To be honest, I know that I'm set free and delivered from such a thing that has had that I've given a grip over my life for the longest. But once I became a follower of Christ. And once I became his child and started being obedient and had the Holy Spirit, I was delivered and set free. Because what I look like being a son of God, yet I'm bound to sin. He can deliver you if you come and ask. But the thing is, is if you keep going back, is it not your choice? Did you not choose to commit that sin again? Tell me why. Tell, tell me why. Tell me why. Because you had the choice to not do that. You've been set free and delivered. Like the word says. You hadn't like a dog returning to its own vomit. Why? You have a choice. You have you have been set free. The chains are broken, and yet you still choose to go back. And that's what's been playing in my mind as I was watching porn last night. Is I have a choice right now because I am set free and delivered. And it's been evident over the last two weeks that the Lord has given me the strength to combat lust. So what's the difference now? It's It was a choice I made to look and go this deep and this far. It was a choice. And I let my threw my guard down and let the enemy come in. Cause I wanted to feel something different because I was stressing that whole day. I was stressing that whole day. And so please ignore that feedback. I hope it's not that big of a difference. But like I I was going I was legitimately physically I felt like I was physically feeling the effects of the spiritual that was going on. And for those who wouldn't know, the Holy Spirit is in us, in our spirits. Our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, it says, and I believe, I don't know exactly numbers, but, or do you not know that your body is a temple for the Holy Spirit? Or do you not know that your, bo your body is a temple for the Spirit of God given to you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? And I'm going to honor my body, I'm going I'm I'm to honor God with my body. Because it is his temple. And the, it does say in the word that those who defile the Lord's temple are destroyed. It does. And if it says that the Holy Spirit is in our bodies. And that our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. Yet you defile it and destroy it based off of your sexual immorality. Like it says in the word, word that those who commit sexual immorality. Sin against their body. Sin against their body. Sin against their body. Now, I'm not saying this to condemn like I wasn't just about to do it last night. Let me let me dial that back because I don't want it all. I don't want y'all to think that I'm coming after somebody next. I'm not. But. uh, No, for real. 
And so Holy Spirit's talking to me and and, and, and just going crazy. Like he would, I'm not being mean when I say this, but he would not stop talking to me. Like you are in your purpose. I gave you those videos to warn you. Think about those videos and how they said that even though if you fall, we're going to pick you today. It's like, dog, I was hearing like, we're not going to fall today. Like I'm, I'm getting all this. And then I I'm like, God, I, I don't want to tell my pastor that I folded this week and that I folded literally technically Sunday morning. And it's like, dog, no. So I legitimately would like it felt like every ounce of my body said, I'm going to listen to the Holy Spirit. So I tap on the multi like 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 where you can pull up the multiple windows in the bottom right corner of Safari. And it felt like my my thumb was being physically restrained. And I pressed that button and clicked off of both the Reddit tab and the Twitter tab. And I closed my phone and it felt like a physical release off my body. Like what, whatever was going on spiritually, they were trying their hardest to let me go. But it was the power of the Holy Spirit that gave me the ability to let that thing go. It was the power that God had given me by reminding me the things that he had shown me this day. And reminding me of the things that have been going on in the past. In which he had been providing for me. And how I'm in his way. And how I'm in his will. And I'm not stepping off of this track. Just so I can get a few minutes of that pleasure. And feel absolutely destroyed. The next day. And I'll be honest. Had I had watched pornography. And had I had felt that guilt. That guilt would have stopped me from going to church. And having that prophecy. And that revelation to me. And it could have destroyed that whole walk that I had. That would have made me feel the boldness. To keep on doing this podcast. And I'll be very, very honest. And that would have that would have potentially destroyed me a lot. So after that, I pressed down the phone and it was like like legitimately I was like physically strained. Like I said, Argh! And I was grabbing my head. I started saying, Jesus, 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 please, Jesus, Jesus, please, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I grabbed my phone. I slung it across the room. I got a whole bunch of undone laundry on the floor. Like like half my wardrobe is on the floor right now. I'm going to expose myself. I'm sorry, bro. I'm going to be honest, bro. So I flung it right up in the pile of clothes and I started reciting Romans chapter 13, verse 14. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Psalm 119, verse 37. Turn my eyes from looking at worthless things, but bring me life in your ways. For our, uh, what was it? Like, uh, I don't know if it's Colossians or not, but it was, I believe it was 2 Corinthians. But uh, it was like... Our, our battle is, or our weapons are not of flesh, but mighty in God for pulling down or pulling down strongholds and casting down arguments and over everything that exalts itself uh, against the uh, against the word of God. I, I don't know the verse exactly, but I'm gonna be honest because it'd be like the word and I'd be trying to get it, but like I'd be no, I don't be getting it right. But it's like, but bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. I started going over all my all my verses, and uh, I even started finding new ones. Uh, let me let me find one in James because that one I found in James was actually very very good, and I don't want to let that slip. Don't worry, it's not going to take me nearly as long as last time. Um, there we go. It was James. a lot of people know this verse that are Christians. James chapter four verse seven. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. 
heavy on that therefore submit yourselves to god and resist the devil and he will flee from you and that's exactly what had happened that night or technically this morning but i say that to say to you that there is a way out and i'm going through this this fight this this ain't even a fight i'm going through this war against lust and those who feel like there's no way out there's no way out there's no hope there's no hope there's no hope there's no hope you're a christian following the one true and living god the most high god the god who brings hope the god who came to bring hope and you feel that there's no hope in where there's no hope in you but there's hope in jesus you yourself cannot will not be enough but it is only Jesus who can really deliver you. I don't care how many no faps you see, they will always have a relapse story if they do not involve Jesus and the strength of God into it. And make sure when people say God that they mean Jesus because people can say God and mean Allah. That ain't God, sorry. Not really, not sorry at all. People can say God, but they mean Buddha. That ain't God. People can say God, but they mean Satan. People can mean God, but they say they talking about themselves because they make their own gods. Sorry, but your Burger King foot lettuce is not a God to me. Sorry. Not sorry at all. I'm not going to sit up here and lie to you and say sorry when I'm not sorry. Bro. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, hopefully, if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. That was just practically like a like a little little go over today because I was thinking about what I really wanted to talk about and what I really wanted to go over but I just really am glad that I waited till today to record this so I could actually provide some some like some some stuff for you to think about that's the reason why I start this podcast like bro I'm being vulnerable here and I want this to be a vulnerable space I'm not trying to like dead copy Tim Ross or nothing but it's very important that you have vulnerability in your relationships with both people and with God don't obviously throw your vulnerability to just anybody throw love to everybody but not just your vulnerability to everybody because they may twist it and turn it against you but there's someone you can always find your vulnerability in and that is the Lord Jesus Christ and there is nobody better to show your vulnerability to to him because he will fix you and make you clean. Jehovah Mekadesh. It's actually Jehovah Sidkenu. Sorry. <laughs> the Lord will make you clean, make you holy. Jehovah Mekadesh is make you righteous. I'm still learning my Jehovah's. I've been practicing them. But yes, I just want to say that was a pretty good talk for like the last hour and six minutes it didn't really feel like it probably because i was rambling i'm sorry i'm gonna fix the rambling like for those who even if you even get this far trust me and believe i'm gonna stop rambling and i'm gonna get to the point and i'm gonna make i'm gonna make it a lot more interesting um but yeah that concludes it for the second episode yeah pressing a whole bunch of random buttons don't worry i'm gonna get i'm gonna get a better soundboard for the next one so it's not so repetitive don't worry i'm not that i'm not that old but trust and believe i'm gonna fix it but that concludes it for the second episode of word of reason where you bring reason to your life from the word of god Ooh, wait a minute i gotta like that word of reason podcast where we bring reason to your life from the word of god oh 
fuck out of like that. I'm finna keep that, bro. Word of reason podcast. I'm <laughs> just keep saying it over and over again. Word of reason podcast, where you bring reason to your life, but only through the word of God. See, I will play I Woke Up in a New Bugatti, but I feel like I might get copyrighted from that because I got to make sure I don't get a copyright claim. I might have done that on the first one already, but I still have a GoFundMe up. Um, it's I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Okay, so let me just display this real quick, and I'm out here. So we got an email for y'all to hit us up. Hit us up at, it's really just me, Holy Spirit, uh, Jesus, and God out here right now. But it, if you want to hit us up, <laughs> if you want to hit us up you can uh send a dm to the instagram it's called word of reason pod or word of reason dot pod i'm pretty sure that's it uh and if you want to text us at gmail if you feel like that's more comfortable uh you can go ahead and hit us at word of reason podcast at gmail.com and you can go ahead and send emails over there i'm a i'm a post the link to the GoFundMe, also in the Instagram, uh, just in case you want to send over little funds if you feel like this is worth the time and worth the effort. I pray and hope that you got something from this, and I hope you are enjoying this podcast in the direction that it'll go. And uh, I hope this will be a blessing to you. And uh, then again, GoFundMe support will be in the Instagram bio. Uh, I'm probably going to actually drop this sooner than later. I see no reason to hold it back now, but I'm going to go ahead and post. Uh, I'm pretty sure today I'm going to go ahead and post today. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But thank you so much for coming to the podcast. And if you got this far, I appreciate you even more for listening uh, while you do whatever you do, while you're taking care of your babies, while you listen to the music. That's impossible to do the both. If you read in the Bible, why aren't you reading the Bible fully? But anyways, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And I will see you in the next episode of Word of Reason podcast, where we bring reason to your life only from the word of God. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm done.